Hello, dudes, dudettes, duders, and everyone in between. Welcome to the Hollywood Fishbowl. I'm your host, Jesse Kester, and boy, do we have a doozy of an episode for you today. But before we get into all that, I have to apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm truly sorry that this mini-series on improv comedy is coming to a close. I loved it. I know you loved it. Therefore, ergo, our goal, we loved it. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bittersweet moment to come up to the last episode in any mini-series. So I want to say, and I will say, I get what I want. Get out of here, Rolling Stones. Your song doesn't apply to me. I want to say, and I will say, a sincere thank you to Ify and Wadiwe. Thank you for coming over. It was really, really a pleasure, a joy to see the world through your eyes. I want to say, and I will say, a sincere thank you to Carl Tart for the same reasons. It was a joy. It was a pleasure to see the world through your eyes. Mono Agapian, I want to, and I will say thank you to you. It was a joy and a pleasure to see the world through your eyes. And today, we have the joy and the pleasure of seeing the world through Jackie Waldman's eyes. She is the producer, kind of the behind the the scenes uh, wrangler of all the chaos for Drag Race, the show that that Mono hosts along with, with, with some others. And we talk about that. We talk about her arrival in L.A. We talk about how she got her feet on the ground here. We talk about how she got involved with, uh, with UCB and how she got involved with Drag Race. We talk about the logistics of running such a chaotic show. And then after that, we dive headfirst into the fishbowl where we pull some of her cards. We got, we got one of her questions, among many others. Uh, don't want to spoil anything, but movie Mad Libs might be on this episode you're welcome. So, all that said, there is nothing more to say except five-star reviews on the iTunes. You know the drill. Why do I have to tell you this stuff, guys, week after week? You know you know what it is. So get your butts over there. Make it happen, Captain. Without further ado, I give to you, Jackie Waldman. Drops. Morpheus is fighting Neo! Hello and welcome to the Hollywood Fishbowl. My name is Jesse, I'm your host, and today I'm joined by the one, the only, the illustrious... Jackie Waldman! Hello, welcome to the program, burning through the intro because that's the most time we've ever spent on the word Neo. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. And... Morpheus is done fighting Neo. How are you doing, Jackie? I am doing great. Thank you for extending that. It's, it's, I've never, we've never, we've never on this show. We're breaking new ground. But here's the problem is you have set the bar uncharacteristically high. Oh, yes. You got to sustain it now. Oh, shoot. We've got (laughs) to harmonize on the end of every sentence. Sentence. You're going to be fine. Yes. You're going to be fine on here. <laughs> All right. Um, we are continuing the series on uh, improv comedy. Yes. You are the fourth and final, but I, 
I don't think we're going to close the file forever. We are going to keep the door open to improv. Unless you botch this one completely. Yeah, then it's all The last fault. three have been so good. So incredibly oh, good. No. You feeling the pressure now? <laughs> A lot of pressure. We I had, got the nervous we've, sweats. We've had Carl Tart. You got upstage oh Carl. Oh my god. Yeah, we've had Mono. We had Ify <sighs> Umadiwe. I heard. I know. So also good. Uh this is the climax. You got Oh my god, I am the orgasm. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> you are le petit mort. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh how we start off is five in five. I'm gonna ask you five questions. Okay. You have one minute to answer each question. Okay. And then we're gonna slow things down. We try to burn through kind of the basics and in, in in an efficient way mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll ease off the throttle a little bit is that okay sounds good all right then let's get into five in five you have beeps to let you know what's up Ooh. and they sound like they're very quiet oh uh where did you grow up and how did that inform your adulthood oh i grew up in the inland empire i.e uh in redlands california it's a small little town. Uh, a lot of people called it Deadlands because there was nothing to do there. Uh, and it was such a quaint little town. I think I definitely um, grew up, you know, knowing a lot of people and, and everyone knew everyone. And so it was really great to leave that place. <laughs> how, how old were you when you when you made your fugue? When I, uh, I, well, I went to college when I was 18 in Whittier, California, in East Los Angeles. Um, and then I never went back. Where's Whittier? Uh, uh, like what area of town? La Habra, Brea, okay. um, Santa Fe Springs, that okay, area. Okay, okay. And yeah. what did you go for? Um, I have two degrees. Oh, I'd Ooh. love to know more, but we got to move on. Okay. Question number two. What is the must-engage media, the book, the movie, the album, the show that uh, unlocked the universe, the secrets of the universe in your brain? Oh, man. Uh, 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 um, I would say uh, a lot of cartoons as a kid, I think, really uh, got my brain juices flowing as far as comedy. Um, I love Across the Universe. Uh, that Ooh, I watched all the time. Paul. Yes, I thought it was so fun and so creative. Um, all that. Oh my gosh, all that. Like the kids SNL. Yes. Pretty much. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I wanted to be Amanda Bynes so bad. So bad. Uh, what else did I? Oh, ooh, I love to read. I, okay. I read romance novels as a child. Which, which, which ones? I don't know. The ones with Fabio on the cover. I've <laughs> I read one Fabio uh-huh. romance novel. It was the one where he had an identical twin brother. Oh. There were two Fabios in this one. Ooh, I need to read that one. Uh, moving on. Yes. Question number three. What is the greatest source of joy in your life? Oh, I'm going to say, honestly, improv. I love improv. I've been doing it since I was a kid. Um, it is my real, real passion. Uh I love it. I started with short form and then um, moved on to long form at UCB. And then moved on to really long form, like one year yeah. <laughs> sketches. Yeah, you know, uh, four hour mono scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I, I really love improv. I love also just anything as far as creativity. I love to paint. I love uh, photography. I have a huge film camera collection. Um, Moving film, still film? Still film, yeah. Like 35 millimeter. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Pentax K1000. 
thousand anywhere in that collection? Oh no, no pen. Okay, well, Sorry. don't get one. Christmas is coming. Let's see what Santa brings you. Maybe. <laughs> yes. Um, the, I, we're, time's almost up, so we'll oh, we'll let oh, this one rest. Sorry. No. Yeah. Yeah. You owe me an apology. Yeah, you, better, yeah. you better say I want my money back. <laughs> Next question. Yes. What gets under your skin? Oh, um, a lot of things. Uh, people that are just like inconsiderate. One thing that bothers me so, so effing much is when I'm in line and someone is standing so close to me that I can feel their breath on the back of my neck. Like, stop. I need personal space. You do not need to stand that close to me. Where do you land falling asleep with a with a beloved partner? Are they allowed to breathe on the back of your neck, or does that drive you nuts? No, that's okay for some reason. Okay, it's that just drives strangers. me Really, it makes me insane. <laughs> Is it just like the heat of their of it's their breath? The the uh, oscillation of the uh, like just the feeling and then mm. no feeling and then a feeling and no feeling. Yes, cured by a single simple T shirt. Please continue your answer. <laughs> I would also say like chewing noises. Oh God, I hate people that chew with their mouth. Mouth open. Yes. Close okay. your trap. Yeah. Close it. Is that your your catchphrase? <laughs> <laughs> it is now. <laughs> We've got, I think, one more question. Is Ooh. that right? Yep. What advice, what's the best advice you've ever received? And what's the best advice that comes from your brain that you would give to other people? Mm. The best advice that I've ever received uh, is from my grandpa. And this is such this isn't even real advice. It's not even real. He says, uh, don't swallow a nickel, kid. And what does that mean? I don't know. I took it as like, uh, don't do dumb things. Um, so I always think about that when I'm trying to make choices. I'm like, don't swallow nickels. Don't, don't. like do dumb things. It seems uh, to have worked out. <laughs> have you swallowed any nickels? No, no, just dimes. Okay. Um, <laughs> 20 seconds. Best yes. advice you give to best other people. Best advice. I, I would say uh, don't be afraid to be silly. Don't be afraid to be dumb. Like you only live once. You don't have to look all cool up against the corner with your cigarettes. You know, it's cool to be wacky and fun and free. Yes. Perfect timing. Yes. All right. Five in five. Five and five is finished. <laughs> Let us ease off the throttle if we may oh, and get good. to know you um, at, a, at a more casual pace. Oh, good. Um, so let's take it back to what you called the Inland Empire. Yes, the let's IE. Take it back to, how, how big is this town? Like how many traffic <laughs> lights are we talking? Oh, it's pretty small. Uh, it's Yeah, it's pretty small. I wish I knew the population. I don't. Um, but uh, I wish you knew it too. I wish I you'd know. done a little bit of homework before coming on the fishbowl. Oh my gosh, I'm leaving. Bye guys. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> uh, but it is a small town. Uh, it's right uh, in between San Bernardino and Yucaipa. Mm-hmm. Both. It's kind of interesting because Yucaipa is like the meth capital of California and then San Bernardino has a crazy high murder rate okay. so these are both like kind of dangerous towns as a kid but then Redlands was like this lovely little Pleasantville okay. um, full of churches and the elderly well the elderly are delightful <laughs> they are are any of the elderly yours? 
Yes, um, they are. Uh, I grew up uh, with my grandparents okay. um, who raised Both me. All four, three, two, one. Two. How many? Okay. Yeah, my grand on my mom's side, my grandma, and grandpa. Um, so they raised me. They're very sweet. I'm very close with them. But were your parents around too, or was it just were oh, they doing the heavy? Oh, boy, here Uh-oh. we go. Uh-oh. Let's get real. Um, we don't no. have to if you don't want. <laughs> no, I don't mind at okay. all. Uh, my parents separated when I was a kid. Um, my dad lived in LA. I didn't know him very well. He would come and visit and bring me weird things like boxes of change and Pringles. Lots I don't nickels. know why. Yeah, nickels. It, okay, okay. See I'm starting to put it together of where the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a very passive aggressive piece of advice yeah. you're getting. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, they separated. He would come and visit every few months. Uh, mm-hmm. And then my mom, who. I was in and out of my life, but she um, is a drug user. Okay. So we weren't too close, but I do have some wild stories about growing up with, with her in my life. Do you, we'll get to that. Okay. Well, do you, you want to burn through them? Or, I, don't really, I don't know. That sounds gossipy. I mean, let's, let's skip that. And okay. if it comes up organically, we'll come back okay, to it. Okay, great. We're really here to learn about you, not yes. about your, your mother's trials and travails and tribulations. Yes. How many TR words can you think of in a row like that? <laughs> Tree. And trees. Your mother's. <laughs> but like your dad, do you have a better, is, is he around in your life now? Or like, have you gotten to know him as an adult? Is he, it, he was. Um, so... Uh, when I was growing up, we, uh, we I didn't really know him because my mom was like, hey, he's a bad guy. Don't talk to him. But then, uh, sadly, he got lung cancer. And then in college, we started becoming close because mm-hmm. of that. And so we would talk, and I found out all these things were untrue about him that I was told my whole life. So it was real sad. Um, and then when he... Uh, was close to death, he was in hospice. And I remember... Uh, calling him and saying, hey, I'll come visit you tomorrow. And he was mm-hmm. like, okay, okay, sounds good. I love you. And the next morning when I went to go visit, he had already passed away during okay, the night. So you didn't... So, but we was... did get to know each other at the very end. And you, like, the goodbye was in your heart, that you didn't get to do it face-to-face. Like, you, had you contended yeah. with it at that point in any meaningful way? Or was yeah. it still just... Did it... I, uh, yeah, I think I did. I... I definitely was <laughs> a really soft. Uh, I yeah. know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's. It, I mean, of course, I wish I could have seen him and you know said yeah, bye. Yeah. Um, but I think he was okay. I'm glad I got to talk to him at the end and say like, oh, you know, I love you. And um, yeah, he did was, it come back from him proud. that love or like not real? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think he was he was proud. I think he definitely didn't want to be involved. When it came to my mom, but we would yeah, yeah, meet yeah. up and stuff at at Tui's in Alhambra. That was like our place um, that we would what go, go and meet up. Yeah, it's a restaurant. Okay, um, we would go and meet up and talk, and I'd tell him about college and and stuff like that. So, what were your two majors? Oh, uh, my two majors. I have a photography degree. I don't know if hubba, I've hubba. ever told you about that, <laughs> but I do, um, and a theater degree. So, do you have a dark room at? Like, do you do that oh, stuff, or man. is it just too much hassle anymore? I wish I want to have a dark room, but I have no room for that. Mm. Uh, so, I do send photos off to okay. the lab to get those. Do you have any photography related tattoos? Oh, I need one. I don't. Okay. I've always wanted one, but I don't. What would you get if you were to get one? Ooh. Um, 
Oh, I think I'd get one of my cameras, probably, okay. probably medium format, one of my rolly cords. Yeah, maybe. yeah, medium format seems the it's way to beautiful. go. This is not the first Don't Think hoodie I've had in the house, is it? <laughs> probably not. It's I a think, UCB hoodie. Okay, I think that's not. Does Mono wear one? I'm sure he does. Okay, he that's better, what I've seen it before. He better be wearing one. And is your mom still around? She, she is. Are you guys good or is it like, no, no it's not going not gonna to ever talk. be good kind of thing? I don't think so. She's okay. like, Is she really, clean at all or not? I don't think so. Okay. But I don't know. She's she's like definitely done the rehab things a few, few times, but I think she's burned too many bridges with me. Like she's stolen my identity a bunch and like I had a... I had my beautiful um, Canon Rebel camera, mm-hmm. and I had it uh, at home for the summer. And when I came back, <clears throat> excuse me, when I came back, uh, it was gone, and it was pawned in some yep. pawn shop. And I was like, "All right, yeah, yeah, I gotta yeah. cut the cord, gotta cut the tie." Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't want to get too much into your parents, but the big question on my mind is like, do you feel any of that 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 DNA inside of you? Is that alive in in your generation, the the pole or the whatever it is that leans that way? That leans towards addiction, towards bringing home boxes of coins to a family member. Like is that, I don't think so. I'm not a drinker. I don't uh, do drugs. Like have I, you ever? I mean, I definitely have smoked marijuana. <gasps> I know yes. she's so bad. Um, did it? But did nothing it lo- hard. Smoke. I, I, when I smoke pot, all I get is very distracted and frustrated that I can't think. Like, <laughs> did it work? For you, like, was yeah, it, did like, you feel the fun of it? I did, yeah. Okay. If uh, if I have to do like a lot of cleaning, like laundry and stuff, how it in works the for world me. does pot help you clean better? Like all I, I can do is not so move. into it. I don't know. Maybe you're smoking indicas. I feel like sativas are the way to go. Okay, if you're gonna if you're gonna be doing creative things or cleaning. Okay. That's the way. We just, it was either it was when I was growing up it was either swag or not so swag. Okay, all like right. that, those were the two <laughs> the two varieties. Okay. The technology today blows my mind surrounding the pots. Yes. Photography. What was the second one? Theater. Okay. Theater yeah, degree. I believe you. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to call you out yeah. on that one. Okay, good. Do you do any good shows? Yeah, oh, there's a lot of good shows. Have you ever been Lucy? <gasps> Lucy? In the Peanuts? No, really? I? No, I could. I for some reason I could see you doing like a community, <laughs> and you'd end up being Lucy. Oh, that's so lovely. I was always typecast as old ladies. Really? I don't know why I was Auntie M in Wizard of Oz. Were you old lady in um, Pippin ever? No, I okay. never did Pippin, but I was um, Mark's mom in Rent, okay. the musical. I was an old lady, and she stoops to conquer. Why does um, old lady? It's, it's, are you auditioning for them? No, like okay. I think all of my in college, I think all my professors were like, "Well, we need someone to play an old lady. Jackie will do it." What? <laughs> I was never like the young ingenue or no, always the old and lady. Let's talk about the pain of that typecasting, being pigeonholed as as I a was. septuagenarian from mm. your youth. I am sad about it, but also oh, really? it okay. Gave I'm me... sorry. I was kind of joking, but I, <laughs> I'm no. sorry if you actually were sad. No, no, no. Um, it was fun. It was challenging. You know, I had to really think about how old ladies move and how they would talk and. Um, 
So it was challenging in that way, but I would have loved to play someone else, you know. Yeah. Uh, Annie and Annie Get Your Gun. Or oh, I thought you were going to say Annie and Annie. Oh, like, or that. Ten yeah. years old. Is <laughs> yeah, the I'll play a complete opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> yes. I'd love to play a child. Um, but in my theater degree, I did, you know, I, I have a performance degree, but I did a lot of tech. So much. Um, I was a... I worked in the theater as a lighting uh, mm-hmm. person, hanging those big, heavy lighting yep, yep, instruments. Yep, yep, yep. I've run boards. I've run the spot. I've been a stage manager. So I've definitely done both ends of the spectrum, the theater spectrum. Where do you feel more comfortable, up on stage or, or wrangling the mayhem? I like being up on stage. I uh-huh. do. Um, I, I like wrangling, but I really like being on stage. Okay. Yeah. Now, I know you yes. primarily as a wrangler, mm-hmm. um, but uh, you, you also are a comedian. Yes. So say something really funny right now to prove that. Butts. Okay. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> That's it. That's the funniest word. Um, yeah, I do a that, lot uh, of improv. You don't actually have to do the test, oh, but you passed okay. it anyway. Yes, yes, yes. So you do a lot of improv. So bring us up to speed on that. Yeah, I started, uh, I had this kick-ass middle school theater program. It was great. Like, we did full-on musicals. Mm-hmm. We had Which an improv Which ones did you do? Team. We're going back to junior high school now. Is that junior high school. That. Okay, started what, when what, I was 12. What were you doing in junior high school? Um, well, I was over at Clement Middle School. Mm-hmm. Go Vikings. Um, oh, and- they, they went. <laughs> That's good. That's good. You're the comedian. <laughs> um, and yeah, I started when I was 12. You know what? Let's stop for a minute. Let's stop. I made jokes on Iffy's, on Carl's, and on Mono's, and they <gasps> all were... J- Mono was polite, but... The, uh, Carl and Ify were just like, yeah, no, doesn't work. Oh. They were so cold. Oh. Not cold, but I, I know my jokes aren't that good. Anyway, that thank you. That was really good. Thank, oh, jeez. <laughs> let's not overdo it. We might, I might see through some of the butter you're smearing on this muffin. Yes. Um, so what were you doing in junior high school? Let's stay focused on your experience in this sure. world, not my insecurities <laughs> about joking. Oh. Um, I did all these musicals. That's when I was Auntie M in Wizard mm-hmm. of Oz. Um, we did all these musicals. We yeah, had Annie M is like team. a nothing part, too. I know. Oh, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I know. Thanks for reminding me. You might keep turning this night. Yes, please. Slower. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no. It was good, though. I was also a chorus mm-hmm. member in okay. the Emerald City. So, you know. Okay, look, I was I was in I was in the phone chain in uh, Bye Bye Birdie. Like that's okay. that's the most glory I got in my entire high school and junior high school career as a stage performer was one of the phone gang. So and you probably made it great. No, I did not. Okay. I can't I can't hit a note to save my life. There okay. was a reason I was never cast in any parts. <laughs> At least you know that about yourself. Yeah, uh- <laughs> and it's okay. It's a, it's not okay yet, but we're getting there oh, slowly. See, now I'm turning the knife see yeah 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 anyway <laughs> what uh, keep going keep going through the roster yes, yes. i'll so, try to interrupt less uh yes we did that we did anne of green gables um where oh oh that was my one part where i was a young girl were you anne or the green gables i was neither oh. uh i was the pregnant 16 year old in the play. Oh, scandalous. Yes, Mr. Phillips, the teacher, got me pregnant. And I remember my my grandma and grandpa were like, oh, that's, you're going to play a pregnant teenager at 12? Um, and I did, and it was great. 
And you killed it. You, <laughs> I killed I it. I was fantastic. Uh, maybe that's when things turned and they were like, oh, she has to play an old lady. Aww, she wait, can't. Did you not kill it? Or do you, do you feel like you I did good like job? I feel like I did good. Okay. I don't know. But then after that is when I got cast as Antium. Okay. Um, but we had, yeah, we had this kick-ass uh, theater program there at Clement. We had um, an improv team. And I remember uh, now, This is something I've never heard of. We did not right? have improv teams in my junior or high school out in rural Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. It was it, apparently California's hipper than Pennsylvania. Yeah. There. I don't now think, we know. I don't think uh, that happens anymore, you know, because budget cuts. But back then... In What's the, the budget of an improv troupe? <laughs> you you need nothing more than a suggestion from the yes, audience. you're right. You're right. Um, but we did, we did a lot. And we did full-on improv shows, I mm-hmm. remember, for the cafeteria. Were y'all any good? Was it not a budget problem, but a, <laughs> an issue of quality? I think we did good. We did... Uh, short form so mm-hmm. it was all like games um you know like what are you doing and how did you not get your ass kicked i know do you know how like beat the fuck up i would have been if we had an improv troupe yeah. in my high school yeah. we were not the cool kids not at all and um i remember a lot of people would did you take laugh. shit for it or yeah people would be like oh drama nerd okay. um that was the the big name that never, I got. It never came to physical. No, I never, okay. I never got beat up. Uh, okay. I was a clumsy kid, so I beat myself up a lot. That doesn't, like I would that fall. doesn't, that doesn't count. Okay. That totally then doesn't yes, count. No. Um, but I remember. Sorry, I don't mean to, I don't mean to, uh, disallow you of your own past, but. Oh, no, 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 it's fine. <laughs> your experiences uh, aren't yours on the fishbowl. Yes. The worst that ever happened was, uh, a girl stole my ring. I remember that. Which one? I, Which I ring? had a ring on my finger and she was like, I think my grandma gave it to me and she was like, oh, can I see that? It's so pretty. And she, like a magician, slipped it off me. I don't even really? know how she did it. She was 12 as well. How did she do it? And it went missing. And I was like, wait, it was just on my finger. And then the teachers had to go and look through her stuff and they found it. Did you um, get it back though? I did get it back. Okay. Darlene. That's amazing. I remember her name, Darlene. Darlene. Yeah. Darlene. 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 Yeah. yeah. But she was not nice like we'll the song. We'll probably cut that part out. <laughs> See, I told you I can't stink. <laughs> so you get to you get to you finish college. You yes. got your photography degree and your uh, was it stage? Yeah, uh, yeah. Theater, theater, theater production, performing, yeah. performance mm-hmm. degree. Um, so it's like one week or two weeks before you're rolling in the fat cash. <laughs> No weeks. Really? There's been no weeks of fat cash. What is that? What like what? What's the transition from high school out to here? Part of, one of the big the raison d'être for this podcast Ooh, is uh, yeah 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 twice now I'm wow. going for it on this episode international. Um, like this is the the the, the feet on the grounds podcast where uh-huh. we find out we're trying to give people who don't live in L.A. what an idea of what it's like to just be on the grind here. Yes. So now we're getting into the part of your story where we get to the grind, the grind. and I want to know what it looks like like you know how do you <sighs> what's it what's your day job what how do you start making money how do you pay rent how do you start making inroads in the 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 communities you want to be a part of that's that's kind of the meat of yeah of this 
Well, uh, in high school and college, I knew of UCB and I knew I was like, I have to be a part of that. And in fact, in college, we had a UCB come out and do a workshop. And guess who was the teacher? Hold on, let me guess. He's been on your podcast. Mono? Yes. Dang. Isn't that wild? That's awesome. Yeah. So that's how, is that how you first got in? Like from then does the relationship start or no. is it much later that you guys reconnect much later, and say, like, I was like, I, I wait a minute. You. Yeah. How yeah. old is he anyway? Wait a minute. Right? I'm getting suspicious now. <laughs> yeah. Because he is a really clean however old he is. I know. He doesn't look a day over 12. Um, uh, Betsy Sodaro was also there. Um, and I remember both of them very well at my college. And I was like, I have to be a part of this. I have to go after college to LA and like mm-hmm. do it. Um, so after I graduated, what was my first job? Oh, I worked at uh, this performing arts center summer program is what it was um, at UCLA. And I got that because I was a tour guide at Whittier College for however long at four years that I was Yo, there. North Carolina School of the Arts tour guide right here. Love oh, that yeah. shit. So much fun yes. to show those new kids around. Yes. And joke with them and yep, mess yep. with them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so I was a tour guide and one dad that was on my tour was like, do you have a job lined up after school? I was like, no. He was like, hey, you would be great at the this performing arts summer camp that we do at UCLA. And I was like, great. Wait, one of the dads of the students, mm-hmm. of the potential students mm-hmm. was like, yo, we got to hire this tour guy. Yeah. Yes, you must yeah. have been a hell of a tour guide. Yeah, I'm not trying to brag, but I yeah. did get most complimented tour guide at the end of, of the Do you have a trophy, year. a plaque? <laughs> I have an award. That's amazing. Yes, it's so good. Um, it's in my room. I'm very proud. Uh, yeah, so he and hired me. Can you tell me. me the reason you didn't bring that award to show us live Gosh, on the show? I really should have. I'm really fucking up. I'm like a nine out of 10 disappointed right now. Oh God. Let's see if you can keep that number from getting to 10. So (laughs) what's the summer program that you get into? So I start working there. It's what was it called? U S performing arts at UCLA. And Mm -hmm. it was for kids, uh, 12 to 18 and they would go and they would do all these different workshops. And my job was to make sure that they weren't being dumb uh, okay. and make like, sure they were okay. They weren't making out in the closet or... Yeah, they okay. weren't making out. They weren't getting lost because uh, they stayed at the UCLA dormitory. And so and so did I. Mm-hmm. And so we had to take them to dinner and to lunch and breakfast and all that stuff, walk them around. We also had the fun job of taking them to Santa Monica Pier every weekend. That's and not it was bad. Like, how- no, but it was like a group of, what, 20, 16-year-olds? And how do you keep them under control at that? point like there's no way they're not getting into mischief oh they got into mischief okay Um, did you bust anyone good it was a big bust it was bad what was the big bust i don't even know if the company's around anymore because of what happened what happened get ready for this hot goss okay so um one of just to be clear you have not told this story on any other podcasts or radio shows is no okay let's get into it okay so one of the other counselors was a wild girl um and she i guess i didn't know this but she had gotten 
the kids uh, edibles, like edible chocolate. Are you kidding? That's no, totally not okay. Not okay. Cause they're like 16, 17, 18 and no one knew. And so the next morning we, we go and we give them a little wake up call and we knock on the door and everything to get up time for class, you know? Uh, and none of them were getting up and we're like, what's going on? Like, why are they all so tired? And so the administration started, um, you know, looking into it Mm -hmm. because they were all groggy and a lot of them were acting kind of strange and they found out what happened and they interviewed all of us. They're like, did you know she did this? Did you know? We're like, no, we had no idea. She went to jail. No kidding. She went to jail. And they ended the camp early and we got sent home and I never went back. That's so bad. Isn't that wild? It's so bad to feed children so drugs. Bad. <laughs> she fed them drugs because she was like, they're cool. They're cool. They're- it doesn't matter if yeah. you're cool or not. <laughs> it was bad. And then she went into porn. So. Oh, okay. She's doing well. <laughs> I, are these kids? I want to know the kids who got the drugs from her if they are following her porn career now. I wonder. Do you, they have you, to. You, well, after. What's her. What's her porn name? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I haven't looked it up. Anyway. But so, we'll do that. When do you start making your transition into what you were hoping? Like, the, the when do you become more yourself with the, the, the improv and the yeah. UCB and the... It really... Uh, I Okay, so I auditioned for the improv space over in Westwood. Okay. And uh, I was on a team there, a house team, for three years. Um, and that was great. We were on a team called Discount Minotaur. All right. Really great name. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I believe that that was your name. <laughs> Discount Minotaur. And we went through a lot of members, but we I would drive from Pasadena to Westwood twice a week uh, to for no money. Just, no uh, money at all. For those of, uh, those of them's not in LA, like what is that? And how, that's how, like many, a, how many inches? Oh, that's like a 40 mile drive, something like that. Are you kidding? Like One it's way? Like, yeah, it was pretty, it was a long drive. That's a massive drive. Yeah. I don't know why, why did I do that? Um, but it was for no money. Like we hardly ever had any audience. Mm-hmm. We sometimes did, but, uh, hardly ever. And if was it was, audience, it was like the ones who were showing up, were they like friends and fans <laughs> or were they just like, Hey, this looks like a cheap thing to do for the next hour. Uh, mostly friends, mostly okay, friends. Okay, okay. Um, sometimes we'd get like people just off the street, like some homeless people and stuff like that. Did you make them laugh or were they just yeah. nodding off and kind of like, they would laugh, but okay. sometimes they were disruptive and they'd be okay. like, I'm tired of this shit. And they'd leave. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I did that for three years. Um, but I met some great people, like a lot of UCB people who are at UCB now. were also there. What on earth? Like what I'm, there's a, a, there's some ingredient in this algorithm Mm -hmm. that makes it worth it. Mm -hmm. What is what, why on earth would I wouldn't, I I can't imagine doing that for three years. I know. Like what, what, what made it not a nightmare? Well, first of all, was it a nightmare? I mean, were you like, when you woke up in the morning, were you feeling like uh, I might be clinically depressed or were you waking up like I'm doing my dream at this point? Um, when I first got cast, I was like, well, this is it. I've done it. I'm on an improv team. Holy shit. In LA. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and then as the three years progressed, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, Cause after a lot of shows, it wouldn't be great. And I'd go home feeling like kind of awful mm-hmm. um, about it. But what kept me going, I think was like being able to get up there. Cause it is so fun to really make up a play essentially on yeah, the spot. Yeah. Um, 
and it's yours and you own it and you made it. Um, so I think that's what really kept me going. And the people on the team were very fun to, to hang out with. Um, but eventually they decided to cut our night, all of the Thursday teams, which was insane. Um, and so you know, we got cut. And then after that, I wasn't doing improv for a while. I had a full-time job at, mm-hmm. um, kids space children's museum. And I like that job, but I was like, I have no time to do comedy and that's what I want to do. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, my boyfriend actually current boyfriend, um, he pushed me, uh, after I left kids space, he pushed me, he was like, you are here for UCB. You have to do UCB. You yeah. have to go. Um, and that's when I really was like, okay, I better get serious about this. That's uh, our running policy in our family is like, uh, do it for a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, with my wife, like mm-hmm. she was, she's a singer. She was nervous about oh, cool. taking the step. And the, yeah. the thing was like, do it for a year. We can, we can float a year. Yeah. If it's a disaster, then we go back to our old lives, mm-hmm. but try just try, just yeah, try, just try. And lives change because of partners who do that stuff. Yeah. And she has returned to the same to me, like go do a feature, uh-huh. whatever it costs. We'll float that year. Mm-hmm. I can work, I can pay the rent. Aww. And, uh, it, it's just amazing when you have a partner like that. So big ups to, to yes. your boyfriend. Yes. He has really pushed me. And he even, um, the first class I, I got a diversity scholarship. Um, mm-hmm. cause you know, Wait, it's how diverse are you on? Scale of one to ten, where would you put yourself? Um, three or four. Uh, I would have gone. I would have said six. Then oh, he, wow. Here's why. Uh, we did a series on on burlesque. Uh-huh. F- finding a male burlesker to be on that series. Oh, challenge hard. and a half. Yeah. Uh, would you believe me if I said that men came out of the woodwork for the improv comedy series? But, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, wow. yeah. There just seemed to be a, a few of them floating mm. around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I bet there are a few. Yeah. Yes. Uh, although white, uh, I am Jewish um, and uh, I'm a female. How Jewish are you? I mean, do you do the, uh, the religious stuff too? Was that part of your growing up and mm-hmm. do you feel it in your heart? Yeah. I, I always say I'm Jew. Ish. Um, hey, that's a hey, good one. She is a comedian. Um, <laughs> yeah, I uh, went to temple with my grandpa on high holy days. We do Hanukkah. We do like the big days, but mm-hmm. we're not like every Saturday. We're not doing, you know, Sabbath and all that. I've got a question. I've been going to, this is really inside baseball for LA people. I've been going uh-huh. to Reality LA and enjoying that. Cool. Where can I be going to be doing my Jewish homework? Oh, is there a good temple? Here? Is there? Oh, I'm sure there's a million. Yeah, that's the thing. Is, but I'm trying to figure out which, like, which where to one? where to start the. I would look at any place that's reform. Um, okay. is the place to do it? Any like very oh, like you know you don't want to do the orthodox thing because they'll say get out, yeah. uh, <laughs> you goy. Uh, no, no, I'm I'm totally Jewish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> You're not a goy. Take it back. Uh, uh, yeah, you're a nice yeah. Jewish boy. Genetic. I'm genetically, genetically, genetically Jewish. Jewish. Uh, but cool. they didn't raise us that way because you might have heard of this thing called World War II where a lot of oh. Jewish families hid their, yes. their Jewiness. Uh-huh, their Jewiness. We're one of those families. Oh, and we, I found too. out when I was like 13, 14, the, oh, the secret exploded in the family. Oh, yes. that's a big one. Not that's exploded. It, was, it just came out and it, 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 the shockwave was felt throughout the family. I bet. I um, bet. So, yo, I'm legit. What is this? Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the club. L'chaim. Get out of here. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, I'm trying to find a temple to get a little bit more in touch with that that side oh, of my yeah. family and that side of myself. Uh-huh. Um, we'll talk about that more. Yeah. Actually. Okay. Anyway. No worries. Uh, where were we? Uh, UCB. Have we gotten UCB. there yet? Yes. Yeah, so we were just getting there. Yeah. So I I got that diversity scholarship. Thank goodness, because yes. obviously you know I can't afford that. Uh, and then. I took my first class with Dave Tooney. Mm-hmm. Love him. Um, and then my second class, I was like, well, I, I really want to take it with Mono. But diversity scholarships only happen twice a year. So my boyfriend was like, I'll pay for it. Aww. I'll pay. And I was like, no, 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 no. But he was like very adamant. He was like, we are getting you through the program. Yeah. You are doing it. That's it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is really nice of him. So, and then from there on out, I um, became a work-study intern at the Inner Sanctum. Um, and if you do that, then you uh, get so many classes for okay. working. Um, and I did that for a year. Or? No, I was doing all the lights and sound for all the Inner oh, Sanctum okay. shows. That's not bad at all. That's fun. Yeah, it was very fun. And that really helped because I met so many um, great UCB people that I've like worshipped uh, and fangirled it's over. kind of cool. <laughs> Like yeah. when you're on the, the, the Franklin block, particularly, mm-hmm. you'll be dead at one of the bars and like, oh, shit, that's the guy. Yeah, that's the yeah. one that I've been listening to a podcast for the last three years. Yes. I think is a genius. Yes, that has happened so many times where people have come in and I'm like, oh, oh, my God, it's Esther. It's yeah. Oh, what? It's such a relief. Uh-huh. To find out that the, it's like a community and that that the, it's possible to to uh, be a part of a community. Yeah. <laughs> It feels far when you're in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, I can imagine that. Yes, Selena. Oh, uh, do you know the the third character, my little sister? No. Oh, she's on. She gets mentioned a bit on this podcast. Uh She's in Pennsylvania, not anywhere near all these greats. Poor little girl. Sorry, girl. Anyway, get out here. (laughs) Do you get a class with Mono or not so much? Yeah, I've taken two classes with Mono. I'm about to take my third with him. Um, But yeah, I got through the whole program. Your necklace isn't wooden. No, it's yarn. I'm just noticing now. It's Guys, you can't see it because it's a podcast, but it's a yarn <laughs> rainbow necklace. It is. I thought it was. Yes. I thought those were wooden beads. No, anyway, it's anyway. itchy. Is it? Why do you wear it then? <laughs> I like it. Besides the gorgeousness, does I your like neck it. end up all all like red up like uh no. like Frodo in the at the end of the Lord of the Rings? <laughs> no, I don't have a red neck. Okay, um, so you're getting the classes. When yeah. do you, when do you slide into the 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 thingamajig with the uh, the drag race? Yeah, so I got through all the <clears throat> classes. I auditioned for the academy. I got in. That's the two year conservatory program. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started watching UCB Drag Race from the very beginning. I was a big okay. fan, audience member at all of them. And then Mono had posted in one of the pages like, "Oh, we need help for this next." show and I was like well I'll do it and a bunch of people replied I was like Mono and Oscar they have a million amazing talented UCB friends mm-hmm. and then they were like do you want to do it and I was like what what me what was your secret sauce like did they ever tell you why they would prefer you or what what it was that that I called think, them to you I or called it you was, to them 
Yeah, I think it was my tech experience. I think okay. they had seen me in the inner sanctum um, doing tech, and they were like, "Well, she knows how to do." Now all I'm imagining this. like you are freaking amazing, and the lights like, smoke <laughs> yeah. coming out of oh, the yeah. board because you're whipping the knobs <laughs> back and forth. Yeah, I have pyrotechnics. Yeah. Um, no, they just thought, well, because you know, with the show, I have to collect all of the music cues and everything, and organize all of them into the USB, and it's a whole, it's a whole deal. Let me jump in here for a minute. For those of you who have not been to UCB Drag Race, it is a massive production. Oh my There's God. nothing contained about any of it. Uh, yeah, the musical numbers, uh, lighting stuff on fire, which I don't think is encouraged or allowed, but Ooh. did happen last time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just a massive, massive a huge overproduction. Production. So, like, the, this is specifically what I wanted to talk to you about on this sure. show, is, like, the, the the range of shows that, like, improv encompasses everything from the Harold Knights, which are just, uh, you know, five or six people and mm-hmm. five or six chairs on the stage, mm-hmm. and that's it. Like, that's the, the limit of what they get to work with. Right. To Drag Race, which is, uh, like, a, a massive overproduction. Yeah. Like I want to know about what goes into producing these shows, the logistics, and uh, mm-hmm. who, what the conversations are like. Uh, how how you put together a show that is improv, but also based on so many complex moving parts. Yeah. Go. Okay. So the show, Oscar and Mono will say this. They'll say. Uh, we are completely ripping off RuPaul's Drag Race, mm-hmm. so please don't sue us, RuPaul. If you're listening, I'm so sorry. Um, but we we take that, so we do have kind of a jumping off point to follow. Mm-hmm. Like we know that we're going to play Snatch Game. We know we're going to have a runway look. What is Snatch Game? What does that mean? Oh my gosh, um, Snatch Game is when the queens they impersonate someone um so like for this last show we had like gandalf the gray i think or gandalf the gay yes yes um and we had i know what kind of a producer am i uh we had angeline the local la celebrity so queens they'll impersonate and they'll get asked questions um and that's like a staple on the actual rupaul's drag race show okay and they have to answer as the as as gandalf the gay or was that uh night of a thousand laura derns is that the snatch game or is that that something completely no that was different um so so starting from the first show, we um, just started out nice and easy with some runway looks. And mm-hmm. then each show has a theme. So okay. the theme for uh, the Laura Dern show was A Night of a Thousand Laura Derns. Um, and so all the queens had to provide looks that Laura Dern has done yes. in the past, either a movie or a red carpet look, yep, yep, something yep. like that. Um, so each show has a theme, uh, and each show, a uh, queen gets kicked off. Sometimes two, uh, queens get kicked off. Um, and Mono and Oscar and I meet at least once or twice before the show, just to go over the format, mm-hmm. what's going where, um, things like, uh, cues, uh, sound cues, music cues, what song are we going to make the girls lip sync to? Do you have things like that? Okay. I got two questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, lip sync. If I forget the second one, that'll re- say that and it'll jog my memory. Sure. Uh, for, uh, assembling the formats, do you have standards? Is it, I need MP3 on a USB or is it just like whatever they can come up with? 
Yeah, I mean, how much, how much, how much are you able to express rules in this environment? We try and have them be followed. We like, try to lay down rules, but those queens, I'll tell you, they uh, don't always love rules. Okay. <laughs> um, they, I asked for um, them to send me their music or any sound cues by a certain date. Mm-hmm. I asked them to send me MP3s if possible. Sometimes they just send me YouTube, and then I have to convert Do you it. Rip yourself. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. Good luck with that. Yeah, thank you. Yes. And then I have to put it all in order. And the hard part is, you know, there's a technician that are going to run all these cues and they don't know what. Yes. So you're not the tech like you make the cue list and then pass it off to someone else. Is this someone else involved early on or do they is it night of? Night of. Okay. Do you get to choose your tech or is it just whoever UCB assigns? Whoever UCB assigns. Okay. Okay. So that's why it can be really hard because they don't know the show yes. like yeah, I yeah, know yeah, the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so we have had several issues at yep. shows where it's like, uh, this cue isn't here. This cue isn't playing. Um, and, and they don't, they don't know that it's right there in front of them yep, 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 <laughs> um, or yep, yep, when yep. to play it. So that's definitely a challenge is, uh, so I make them a tech sheet, like a very detailed tech sheet yes. of like notes, like this is happening here and this is happening there. Um, another challenge that I've really, I've given it to myself. No one asked me to do this. Um, but the first show I was like, well, what uh, stage decoration do we need? And Mono and Oscar were like, nothing, we're fine. We don't need anything. And I was like, okay. And you didn't, you didn't grab onto that nothing, we don't need anything and sink your claws into it right? and hold onto that for the rest of your <laughs> I life? Should what have. were you thinking? I know, I really should have. Because you guys that do up the show, bathrooms even. Like, yes. it's insane how much work you put into decorating that theater. Exactly. So Just now for it's it all to get shredded throughout the show I and know. end up on the floor. I know, I'm so sad about it. But I, uh, I it, now it's become a bit because that first show they were just at a table mm-hmm. and you know they're they're wearing their little dresses with their legs all spread open so <laughs> the audience sees it so I was like no we have to have at least a tablecloth yeah. so the next show I think I added curtains and a tablecloth and I think Nicole Byer had mentioned like she's a judge on the show she was like oh wow production value is getting better and so I was like well it's funny now now I'm just going to add more and more and more and more mm-hmm. that's there so, it is there. we wait in every episode for the guest to hit the mic stand uh, it always happen, uh, happens and I'm so glad it happened it's my favorite part of the show <laughs> it's a little so, mic fart so you uh, I, here's you, you said butts before I think farts are even funnier than yeah, butts I agree uh, so Nicole buyer yeah it says nice production which means that you have to up your ante every, every single edition show. so now you know we're coming up on the finale yes. it's the next show and so i just want to go crazy bonkers like all out because it's been it's been really subdued i don't think you've been going over the top <laughs> any of you on that no show. not at all um and i so the crew that i have to assemble to put all this decoration up has just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. and the decorations have gotten more and more and more um, do you get to use the pit crew are they your staff before the show or not no. you don't really have access to them like you've got to get your own team to do it yeah so, okay. i had to recruit members from um the 
diversity community to help. Uh, and it's great because then, you know, they get some experience and, mm-hmm. and they get to work on a main stage show, which is very cool. Um, but I've got my two right hand men, uh, Dave and Chris, who have really been instrumental in helping. Um, we have a queen wrangler, even like someone whose job they just need to make sure the queens get out when they need yeah. to get out. Um, And then once the show gets started, it really runs itself. But I do have to like give Mono and Oscar and Nicole um, sheets that show like this is what's happening. Announce this, announce that. Thank these people. Uh, So it's a lot of work. What are you guys? What's the target? Is it one hour? Because I think the first show I went to was like two hours long (laughs) or something. But what's the target is an hour ten. Okay, but we've only hit that once. So, that's okay. I'm not, know, I, I, we're trying. If it was, <laughs> if it was three hours, I'd be totally cool, but you'd have to start a little earlier. Like yeah. there's, there's the length is not the problem yeah, at it's all. Just, it's, it's so late. It's two hours of whiz bang fun. I would describe it. And you can put that up on the poster. I it's will. Whiz bang it's whiz bang fun. Jesse Kester, Hollywood <laughs> fishbowl from the 1950s lip sync. Lip sync. Um, do all the queens from the first episode of each season, from the first edition, do they have their exit lip sync performance ready to go? Yes. They always I, have to have that in the back pocket, don't they? Exactly. I asked them the first show, hey, send me your lip sync goodbye songs. Um, and if you get booted off the show, that's what you will perform. But on the other hand, they also, the top two queens, they also have to do a lip sync for your your legacy. Yes. Uh, and that, that they get monthly a week, or week before. Okay. Okay. One week before, just like the show. Okay. Yes. So they don't have long to learn that. And Oscar is cruel and mean, uh, and he gives really hard lip syncs. Uh, he's always like, let's give him something difficult. Let's give him a rap song. <laughs> that, I wonder, all I've, all I've known of Oscar is, or uh, the, 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 the Mono. Uh-huh. I, I don't. I, I haven't spoken with Oscar much, so I don't know him very well. All I know of Mono is like really sweet and warm. Yes, but. There yes. must be some stress. Is there not some uh, stress like backstage? Be, is there <gasps> yes. not like intensity? I don't, yes. he doesn't shovel it on me ever. He is always so happy and peppy. I, I've only, no, I don't even know. I don't think I've seen him stress. He's usually just like, it's weird. Okay, isn't it? we're ready. <laughs> Considering like the complexity of what's uh-huh. going on and the likelihood of, of it not working for mm-hmm. whatever reason, mm-hmm. I have, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if there is another shoe that will ever drop, but I haven't seen it yet. No, anyway, I haven't either. He's not real. Oh, ah, Ding. rescind that sentence. It's time for you to pull something from the fishbowl. <gasps> Ooh, fishbowl time. I'm going to close my yeah. eyes. Okay. Okay. What did you get? <gasps> do you believe aliens are real? If so, what do you think they would think of humanity? Oh, I totally think they're out there. I okay. think something is out there. The universe is much too big. I can't just say, nah, they ain't out there. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, I think they would think we're a bunch of weirdos. I really think they judge us. And uh, I feel like, you know, in sci-fi, they're always seen as like real smart and intelligent beings. I think that's probably true. Well, I reckon I think that's what I think. there are a whole bunch of stars, isn't it? 
And all those yeah. stars have planets, so yeah. there's got to be one or two that's at this sweet spot yeah, to, to have some amoeba or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, some water. Then, from there, if, yeah. if they're smart enough to travel from star to star mm-hmm. and eventually find us, they're, they're gonna, I think they're, that we would be very primitive, not even think, because obviously we're not traveling star to star, so right. they'd be ahead of us, and it yeah. would be kind of pathetic to see yeah. our species. I so. think it'd be like, uh, you know, uh, kids who put salt on snails. I think it'd be like yes. that, where they'd be like, you idiots, yep, we're yep, going to yep. salt you. <laughs> yep, yep. Here's hoping they just pass us by. Yeah. Yeah, dum-dums, see ya. <laughs> we're going on. My turn, Ooh. you dum-dums. <laughs> Wait, where are yours? I want to pull yours out. Aha. Ooh, ooh. Ah, what animal would you be and why? <laughs> All caps. Is that for me or for you? Yes. Oh, oh. What animal okay, would you be in? Well, what? Right now, I work at the LA Zoo, so. We didn't even talk we about that. We didn't even that. talk about it. What's going on at the zoo? What? Oh, so many things. The zoo is so cool. According to cool Paul job. Simon, it's all happening at the zoo. <laughs> it is all happening. Do you guys sing that every morning? No, we should. No, you should. <laughs> We're gonna now. Okay, so what's um, going on at the zoo? What do you do at the zoo? I, I'm in the education division, so I walk around, I interpret uh, if people like, have questions about What the do you elephants. mean you interpret? It, like animal language like in, to people language? No, not like interpret like language, more like interpret the the floor. I think that's like a very common uh, term for for museums and, and public oh, okay. places. Like, uh, you're out there and you're, you're talking to guests and you're asking them questions and they're getting you to ask questions and yep. you're just kind of having a, a conversation, yep, making yep. them think. Yep. Um, but a lot of the times it's people who just want to know about the animals, their backstories. I did have one family recently who was like, wait, are all these animals real? I was like, yeah. And what did like, they mean by that? Like they said the alligator is not moving. And I was like, oh, so uh, they, they were thinking it was like an, an a, animatronic a, yeah, or, or something, a, a puppet, yeah. Something. But I was like, no, they're real. They're, they're all real. real. Yeah. Um, so, what animal would I be? Oh man, I really like. We have these Nigerian dwarf goats, mm-hmm. and they're all so funny, and they all have their own little personality. Um, and they, one of the or a few of them, if you like scratch them, they're very needy, and if you scratch them, they'll they'll hoof you. Like a like in a, a dog, loving way? like yeah, and a love like like more, it's meant to be loving. Is it possible me? to get hurt? Oh, okay. No, okay. no, it's okay. more. It's very light and gentle. They'll okay, like okay. lift their little foot up and they'll paw you, and they'll be like, "More, please." Yeah, yeah. And they're very needy, so I feel like we're relatable in that way. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, what was it? A Norwegian goat dog. A no- <laughs> a Norwegian dwarf goat. The Norwegian. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. They're just a small goat. I would. I, yeah. Well, how much does it cost to get into that there zoo over there? Twenty dollars, but free if you know me. Okay, come. that's an open invitation to our entire everyone. Audience. Come. I come would. To the I, zoo. I'm going to swing by the zoo. Yeah. If, if I have limited, can you do the whole zoo in one day, or is it? Oh like, yeah. Okay. It's doable in one day. And where can we find these Norwegian dwarf goats? That's going to be the first <laughs> exhibit I go to. <laughs> they are uh, right at the entrance. Right at the entrance. How much just... of a kinship do you get with the animals? Like, are you spending enough time with them that you, they know you at a certain yes, point? Yes. Yeah. A lot of the goats they do. Recognize... They know you're like a sucker who's going to scratch their chin yes. for an hour yeah. if they ask it. A lot of the animals recognize our shirts and our logo. 
logos because we have the LA Zoo logo. And like the giraffes, we feed the giraffes. You can, Mm -hmm. oh, you can come and feed the giraffes. What do you feed them? Apples? Acacia. It's a special leaf and Mm -hmm. it's like giraffe ice cream. It's a super special treat. And we grow it at the Dodger Stadium. Not on the field. Not on the field, but like in the area, in in that vicinity. That reminds me, uh, hey, how about them Dodgers, huh? Hey, they lost. Okay, moving on. (laughs) Did you see the LA Times? No. The big headline was like, Dodgers have worst month ever. And then Tiny was like, uh, Pittsburgh Synagogue. Oh, <laughs> that's messed up. No, it was so, it was such a bad front cover. Oh, uh, what, an, what animal would I be? Certainly not yeah. the editor of LA Times. Yeah. Or maybe I would. Oh. Maybe it's time to find a new editor of the LA Times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what animal would I like to, yo, I want to be one of those turtles that, that, uh, <laughs> lives to be like 170 or whatever and just hangs oh. out at the beach and looks around. Yes. I got a lot of thinking to do and that seems like an animal that could get it all done. <laughs> You want to ding it? What am I doing? I'm hogging it. What a bad ding. host. Ding. Oh, my. That's two. God. That's two, baby. Shit, this is shit, a good episode. Shit. It's good luck. Oh, I should yeah. pull one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Way to stall the... Co- oh, we got a snort. I think that might have been the first laugh oh, snort no. on the show. What the... It just says movie Mad Libs. Movie Mad Libs. This was one okay. that didn't exist oh. I'm, until it did. <laughs> How's that minute. for an origin story? <laughs> That one was suggested by my father. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had no idea what it meant. I love that. Until mm-hmm. uh, if he came on, oh, he pulled it, and we decided like we pulled it maybe three or four or five times before if he invented the game. Yes. So do you have your phone handy? I do. So what you're gonna do is pull Don't up worry. a film or think of a film title. We'll both play this game. Okay. This is a total improv game. Yes. Uh, you don't. You might not even need your phone. Okay. But the the idea is like take a plot synopsis. Uh-huh. Uh, then you give me, you swap out some of the nouns and verbs. Okay. You'll say like, uh, you know, uh, if it was Jurassic Park, we might say like a, a team of noun go to a noun and have to verb to survive or have to fight to verb. Right. Because they are threatened by nouns. So like you'd okay. swap out the keywords of the log line. Okay. With different words that I give you. You ask me like we're playing Mad Libs and you fill them in. Then you... Uh, Read it back. No, no, no. Then you oh. like invent the story or something. Oh. I don't really know the rules of this game. <laughs> Wait a minute. This is getting intense. No, it's really complicated. Yes. So uh, basically just pick a movie, ask me for some nouns and verbs, and then put those in the story and tell me the story without telling me what movie it is, and then I have to get with the mo- guess what the movie is. I got you. you get, I got uh, you. Yes. You okay. really have to be a limber improver to get this one. I Let me prove it. Let me prove that I can do this. <laughs> okay. Uh, I know exactly the movie I'm going to give to you. I know what I'm giving to you. It's my new, not favorite, but it's pretty far up there. But you don't tell me what the title is. like. You, okay. And then if I can guess it based on all the nonsense you say. Okay, I got it. You ready? Yes. Are, are you going first? You go okay. first. So ask me, you're going to ask me for nouns, verbs, adjectives, whatever it is to... to Obfuscate. But I don't have to read the... No, no, no. Okay, you don't have to read great. it. Just uh, f- like fill okay. it in as you... As I say it, kind of fill it in and rewrite in your head. Okay. And then explain the plot to me after it's been rewritten. Okay, cool. Uh, adjective. Give Thanks, Pop. Adjective. This game is really... This is going really well. <laughs> Ten minutes of setup. <laughs> An adjective. Wait, which one's adjective? That's the describer. That's like a descriptor. Okay, mm-hmm. smelly. Okay, smelly. Um, 
I love Mad Libs so much. It's so good. If you think farts not coming down the pike, you got another. Oh, you got I was hoping for that. Um, okay, okay. Uh, verb. Um, drive. Okay, smelly drive. Um, a name. Uh, Studebaker. Great. Um, and lastly. Uh, let, let me get another adjective. Um, oh boy. Divine. Divine. I love this. Okay. So now I read it with those. No, no, no. Place. You explain the plot oh, of the movie with, with Smelly, those. Drive, Studebaker, and Divine. Divine. Okay. There so you go. Smelly Youngsters. Uh, Spanky and Buckwheat. Uh, I think I know what this might have been. <laughs> I know. I already gave it away. Um, lead a, uh, drive organization. Oh, a drive they... organization. One of those. Tell me more about what a drive organization <laughs> is. <laughs> you know, you drive together in a group. Like, um, is this like a Shriners thing? <laughs> could be. Okay. And they, um, pick up their buddy, uh, Studebaker, uh, to represent them in a divine soapbox car rally. Well, first of all, <laughs> I have a boring story to tell about the original film. Uh-huh. Uh, we got to we got to figure out what a drive yeah. a drive organization is. I think. <laughs> Prove to us it's, that you didn't bite off more than you can chew with that. Yeah, it's a bunch of. Uh, oh, if I had to guess, what a drive organ like a. Like a bunch of parents fundraising, you know. The, oh, the, oh, like the a drive. food drive or something. Yeah, I was thinking sure. like a like a car drive. Sure. All right. Um, you ready for a boring story? Yeah. And we have boring story music. I love this. This is like hanging out with my grandpa. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, grandpa. <laughs> and also sorry to me. Thank you very much. Oh, all right. Sorry to you. <laughs> oh. So. When I was a kid, I, the local theater got Jurassic Park, and it was 50 cents to go see Jurassic Park. So I went to see it every Friday okay. for a year. Then the first movie I saw after Jurassic Park left was The Little Rascals. Yes! Which I would bet dimes to dollars is the film original. And I I have to ask you, why did you choose that one? It's one of the best movies in the world. I disagree. What? It is absolutely not. The shit did you just say? What the shit? I just the said. The Little Rascals is Live everything. on air. I said Little Rascals was not the best movie ever made. <gasps> and if that's the end of the Hollywood fishbowl, so be it. That's it. Is that really one of your favorites? That's one of my favorites. Why? What speaks oh to you God, about that film? Oh my God, there's so many good quotes. The kids are hilarious. Whoopies in it. What more do you want? There's a dog. <laughs> Scooby-Doo has a dog. Oh, one of the Beethoven best. Beethoven has a dog. <laughs> so, but this dog, this dog is cute and he hangs out with the kids. Also, one of the best lines in that movie that I use all the time in my real life mm-hmm. is, and the clouds opened up and God said, I hate you, Alfalfa. What is the context for that? Hold on. <laughs> well, Alfalfa is having a rough day and he is just trying to get through it. He's about to get beat up by the bullies. 
and he looks up at the sky and he says, and the clouds opened up and God said, I hate you, Alf Alpha. I like that you call him Alf Alpha with a little That's pause exactly between. That's exactly how he says it. Alf, he does alpha? that. Okay. He says Alf Alpha, which so, is kind of fun. So like alien life form version A, Alf <gasps> Alpha. Alf Alpha. All right, I think that's... The aliens would like that movie. I want I want a, a, a noun. Okay, a noun. Uh, porcupine. Okie dokie. <laughs> kind of disrupted this whole formula. Whoops. <laughs> um, I need another... I need a, an adjective. Mm, sexy. Okay. <laughs> I need uh, uh, another noun. Butthole. Okay. It's uh, <laughs> really good. Uh, yes, and uh, okay, the sexy porcupine butthole. <laughs> That's what they call me on the streets. All right. A porcupine. Wait, are are you a sexy porcupine butthole <laughs> in the street? streets and a lady in the sheets? Yes, <laughs> I'm putting that on a t-shirt. Uh, a a porcupine tells his sexy butthole story. Okay. Love, betrayal, loneliness, and hunger. What? Yes. What? Oh, love, betrayal. I'll give you some more hints. This porcupine Mm -hmm. uh, lived through the ages, through hundreds of years, and was not a porcupine by choice, but because another porcupine tricked him, saying, (laughs) it's your choice to be a porcupine or not. But really, the the porcupine who turned him into a porcupine was lying about whether or not it was a uh, choice. What? What movie is this? Then these two porcupines see a nice little uh, raccoon girl, maybe 10 years old, and they turn her into a porcupine. And now they have this this kind of orphan, vagrant porcupine family that's stuck together through hundreds of years with their sexy buttholes. What? Is this the boxcar children? This what? is not... <laughs> I have no idea what is this movie. And all of this, every last minute of this is told through the framing of an interview with another non-porcupine who by the end of the film is turned into a porcupine by the original porcupine who turned the first porcupine into a porcupine. What the hell is this? This isn't a real movie. This is a real movie. What? Interview with the Porcupine, the Porcupine Chronicles. Oh, is it Interview with a Vampire? Yeah, but you know, you don't get to act like you figured it out because I, I told you it was interview with oh, uh, right, right. <laughs> Look at how excited you got, like you cracked the code after I told you. I don't you. know if I've seen that movie, but... You haven't? No. Okay, like... Should I? How do you feel about gorgeous gentlemen? I like them very How do you much. feel about ruffly blouses? I love that. Boy, have I got a film for you. <gasps> oh, my two loves together. At last, for a solid two hours uh, of what? sexy porcupine butthole action. <laughs> Weakest thing ever. That was a ever. sad ding. Yeah, Thanks, Dad. That was fun. Thank no. <laughs> and after, after Iffy's episode aired... <laughs> He called me and he was like, no, 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 you got it all wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. Sorry, Ippy. Please. Uh, Another one. All right. All right. All right. Give us something good. Let's, let's get a good one. Not that Um, that movie Mad Libs was a bad one. I love movie Mad Libs. No, it was great. Mr. Coster, it's great. My Um, last last name rhymes with molester. It's Kester. Oh, Kester. Yeah. I knew that. 
Um, that's we'll a really that. great way to to say that. Also, until sixth grade, it it rhymed oh. with fester. Oh. And mm. then once all the kids figured out what a molester was. Then it was molester. Yep. Kids yep. are nice. Yeah. I love uh, them kids. I love them children. What have you got? Give us something good. Facts you know about celebrities and such. This yes. isn't even a question. It is not a question. But, and, like but it's very open-ended. Like it starts out yeah. very focused and then by the final word, it's anything. Yeah. Or anything. Give us a fact. Facts a about fact. celebrities. And such. And such. Um... Well, because I work at the zoo, I feel like I have a plethora of animal facts. That's a such. Um, that is a such. Do you get any celebrities at the zoo? Have you? Has Steve Buscemi come through? There has been celebrities, but I'm new still, so I don't. Okay. I don't know. But you know what? Actually, I take it back. Okay, so I also my other job. I work at the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences, which is the Oscar Academy. Yep. Yeah. So lots Yo, of celebrities. Could you put in, I made this movie in college called A Story About Kate. Could you like just slide, <laughs> yeah, slide it in there, it see if in. anyone notices? Yeah, I'll just leave it in a drawer. It never um, screened anywhere. It hasn't been released. <laughs> but. Um, but I work there, so I see a lot of celebrities that come through, and some are nice, and some are not so nice. Who's been the nicest? Who's surprised you with niceness? Um, I would have to say Kristen Wake. Okay. I mean, I knew she was going to be nice, but she was like ultra nice. And Tiffany Haddish, both so sweet. And they both like talked to me. And Tiffany was like joking around, making everybody laugh, of course. Mm -hmm. So both of those ladies were just the loveliest. Um, I want to meet Neil Patrick Harris so that I can say like everything you've heard about him is true. He's just the greatest guy. Because <laughs> yes. obviously it's all true. It has to be. I want to say it too. Yes. I I haven't seen him. He pulled a quarter out of my ear. <laughs> it's great. Oh, he seems really nice. But you know who's who I heard about who's not very nice, which really surprised me. Um, oh, what's his name? He's in Zoolander. Uh, ben Stiller? Uh, ben Stiller. Really? He he was not nice. He might just be getting too old for this shit. Yeah, that could. And be. I don't mean that in that a bad way. Be. Like he's he's ha- he's lived a full life and a very public. Yeah, and he, he never had a not public like. It's true. His dad is also a, yeah a, a looms large over the industry. So I can I can I could understand if Ben Stiller was kind of sick of chitty chat small talk with fans. Yeah, I'm sure he is, and maybe it was just an off day. Who yeah. knows what happened that day? But I heard he was not very nice. Okay, I mm. will. Uh, if I ever meet him, I will not use it as an opportunity to tell him that Mystery Man is really, really good. Yeah. And I kind of wish that everyone who was involved in that would stop saying bad things about the production. Like, if you listen to interviews, yeah. they're kind of like, yeah, that was a nightmare. Aww. Like, it has its fans. Yeah. And this has been Jesse's Soapbox. <laughs> I'm going to climb on down now. What was the question? What's a fact about an animal? Uh, about an animal? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Lower minds. Um, Cassowaries, they're this giant. They look honestly they exist. like that's a, like a that's a fact that I don't even know. What is a cassowary? A cassowary is a flightless bird from New Guinea and Australia. Mm-hmm. And it is uh the most dangerous bird in the world. Uh, it it looks like, it looks like a rooster dinosaur. It has like the head of a rooster, but then it has these giant feet that look like dinosaur feet legitimately. And it has these big long talons and it's been known to disembowel people. Are you serious? I am not joking. What does it do after disemboweling? Just laugh and walk away. Yeah, <laughs> it sucks for you. They're shy birds. They only eat fruit. 
I love that. They but they still have crew. the instinct to, to, to carve kill. up living creatures. Yes. They've been known to kill people in Australia, dogs, like a bunch of, That's because amazing. if they get too close or, you know, if it's a mama bird, then of course it's going to be aggressive. You and they're know? not called cassavetes. What are they actually called? Cassowary. They're called, Cassowaries. the full name is double waddled cassowary. And that sounds crazy. like a very Australian name. Yes. Doesn't it? And they jump up and they kick. That's mm-hmm. how they get you. They jump up and they kick their <laughs> That's leg. That's how they get you. <laughs> and they they use those talons to fucking just like cut open your stomach. Now, have you ever been cut open by one of these? No, but I do go and say hi to our cassowary a lot. Her name is Slim. Whenever I say hi to her, she makes these really low growling noises. So I don't know if that's good or bad, but... That's awesome. That's what she does. Dude, we all got to get our asses out to the zoo. You have to. There's We have crazy so many weird animals. So How, many weird animals. What other flightless birds do you have? <laughs> we have ostriches. Um, penguins? No penguins. That this isn't really sad. like a good climate for penguins. No, and a lot of zoos aren't allowed to have penguins. Wait, why not? I don't know. I think they're just like a pain in the ass to take care of. Japanese zoos are always penguining it up. I would go to zoos in Japan and just be like, penguins freaking everywhere. They love them. They love them there. I bet they love penguins. I I love penguins too, but we don't have any. We do have Tasmanian devils. You know, in a way, all birds are are flightless if you cut off their wings. Wow. That's... That's deep. (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. Let's get one or two more and then we'll round you out. Oh, round me out. Why? 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 I don't know. Why? Why anything? Why? No, let's 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 get into it. <gasps> let's Why bother? Get into it. You're gonna Why die. Why bother? Yeah. And it's gonna be sooner than you want. Yeah. And then you're gonna be forgotten even sooner than you want for that too. Yeah, but I wanna be greedy. I wanna enjoy okay. everything and do all the things and be dumb and silly, cause why? Why not? Ah, so you counter my why with a why not. Mm-hmm. I uh-huh. do, sir. I do. Oh, I see. Ah, uh, yes, yes. What are your cartoons? What did you grow up on? Looney Tunes? Nicktoons? Oh, I grew up, yeah, Looney Tunes. I was a big Tweety Bird fan. Okay. Um, I really like, I liked Animaniacs. Um, uh, an excellent choice. An excellent choice. I also uh, watched a lot of Nickelodeon, a lot mm-hmm. of Disney. Uh, what Nickelodeon? Was it like the Doug? Doug okay. Yeah, Rugrats. Uh, what else? is there oh i remember are you afraid of the dark not a cartoon but yeah. still a kid show yeah, yeah cat yeah. dog rocco's modern life okay you're getting out i was a little ah, real was, monsters yeah i was out by the time those were coming oh, okay those were getting big yeah yeah let's do one more that why was a little too one bleak. more your choice let's do a pink one is this yes. mine i hope not okay pink is my oh, favorite color what inspires you now that's a better one to end on than why why not yeah true what inspires me? Um, hmm. What does inspire me? I think that would be amazing if you were like, I'm not actually that inspired. It's all <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> I'd rather not if it's all the same to the universe. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Like what keeps um, you going? You gotta... Oh, I, I really like what inspires me. I, I like being in nature. I think nature is very inspiring. Um, Are you good with the, the dirty, dusty nature around LA? Yeah. Is that, yeah, 
Does I that mean, speak to you or do you need the, the green and the trees and all I that to, to love, come alive? Yeah, I do love the green and the trees. I mean, I take a lot of walks just around my neighborhood just to be outside and get some fresh air. I feel like that always clears up my head. That always mm-hmm. gives me a little more inspiration. Um, I'm also inspired by like just like a lot of imagery, a lot of creative imagery. I love doing collaging. So I'll like get magazines and I'll cut out different things and try to fit them together. Do you ever put them up on your Schminster or anything like that? Can we see some of your, your art? You have listed many kinds of art that you dabble in. Yeah, and I, I kind of dabble of them. in you, everything. Is there anywhere to see these things? Or do, I do have a website. Yes. Um, prove it. <laughs> Um, it's a spare change. It's very long. Spare change photography dot carbon made C A R B O N M A D E dot com. Why is it so long? Because she, your girl is poor and can't okay. afford her own domain. <laughs> uh, okay. We got headshots. Okay. We're well, going to look at this after. I think. I don't know if there, I think there's an art section where yeah, I have like artwork, paintings. Conceptual. Oh, that mm-hmm. is conceptual. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm intimidated since you're such a great photographer. Don't be. Don't, look. don't be. Here's, don't even look. No, here's the thing about <laughs> photography. I am not a great photographer. Yes, he, he is. Want, it's a lie. He's a great. You want to know the trick? Yeah. You point the camera at something interesting and yeah. then you push the button. No, there's way That's more to it than it that. Is. No. You guys do all. All of the heavy lifting. No I just point the camera mm-hmm. at your all y'all's wacky asses. <laughs> no, I every time new drag race pictures come out from you, mm-hmm. I'm always like, "Holy shit, he's good!" God damn. Okay, settle down. You're embarrassing <laughs> me now. And also, also, you want hold on. Let me get this soapbox back out. Yes. The point of art isn't to be great or mm-hmm. not great. The point of art is to enjoy creating like you're the right. process. It's the hike not the look at the top of the mountain that you're, you're right. there for. You're absolutely so right. Get out of town with your worrying competition for best photo <laughs> ever. But we are and I win. But we are and you you yeah. win. I mean, absolutely. Come on. Come on. You win. Who are you talking to? <laughs> look at look at what you're dealing with. Uh, are you ready to wind down? Oh, is there wine? A wine. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's too early. Um, are you are you ready yeah. to Yeah. Uh, here we go. Yeah. This has been the Hollywood Fishbowl, and I've been your host, Jesse Kester. I will continue to be Jesse Kester as long as I live. If you liked what you heard, you can find us on the web at hollywoodfishbowl.com. Dig that efficient elegance in my website. I shouldn't be ripping on your website. Rip it. Or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at HW. Fishbowl, but it's not about us. It's about our guest. Yes, it's about me. It's about you. Where can <laughs> where can our audience find more about you? You can find it on that very long website, <laughs> which we will include in the description, yes. so you don't have to uh, you don't have to get a stenographer to copy it down <laughs> while listening to this program. Do you have a Schminstagram, a Twitter, I have a uh, Schminstagram, MySpace? Have a MySpace. Um, I have an Instagram. It's at dear d e e r underscore Jackie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my website, which I've listed, you can probably find me on street corners as well. Okay. <laughs> you don't work the night, do you? <laughs> no, 
no, not like okay. that. I just hang out on street corners, flipping a nickel. Flipping a nickel, but not in the throat, but as the old expression them. goes. Yes, as we all know. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm going to press stop yeah. in three, two, two one. one.